Hey everybody, it's Alex. Happy Halloween from the Midwest Film Nerds Podcast, and as promised, here is part two of our retrospective of the Friday the 13th series. Uh, sorry, it's a little late. Had some crazy stuff going on this week. But uh, it's still Halloween. Still going to be out before midnight EST. So we are from the Midwest. That's what we go by. But anyway, uh, we hope you enjoy it. Please let us know if you do. Send feedback to MidwestFilmNerds.com. Go give us a review on iTunes. But wherever you are, whatever you're doing, we're hoping you have a safe Halloween. Uh, even if you don't live in a country that celebrates it. So... Uh, here you go. Here are our thoughts on the final six movies in the Friday the 15th franchise. Thanks for listening. Alright, we're back. Tim has a correction to be made for the first half. Alright, I just want to I want to do some full disclosure. To all of our listeners, I want to apologize. <laughs> the guy in part six, the paintball guy, was not... <laughs> In Scrubs or Cougar Town, <laughs> he was on no Bill Lawrence show. Or you no, know, he was on Bill Lawrence shows. He was no in Friday and any Friday the Thirteenth. To who, so whoever stuck around for the second half of this podcast, like I'm going to make it up for you by bringing it strong, like right. the next hour or so. All right, we're good to go. I so. apologize again. <laughs> <laughs> the guys had nobody though. <laughs> All right, Friday the Thirteenth Part Seven: The New Blood, directed by John Carl Buchler. Maybe that's how you say it. I don't know. Um, no notable stars, as far as I can see, on IMDb. Oh, um, oh no, no, I'm going to continue, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. I'll, I'll try to stop. So, uh, I have definitely not seen this one. You guys have not seen it in a while, but we're going to talk about it anyway. Yeah, more full disclosure before we get started. Willie and I watched, and Alex obviously watched some of them, Willie and I watched the first six leading up to this. And then we haven't seen anything, so we're going from memory. Both of us have been drinking, so let's see how this goes. We're, yeah, the second half could be a train wreck. We'll see. <laughs> so if you were disappointed by the first half, we're not going to bring it up in this. In, or you'll be pleasantly surprised. <laughs> That's, true. That's um, true. Part seven is um, equal parts awesome and 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 terrible. Um, <laughs> I. The, the MPAA really neutered this movie. Like, mm-hmm. most of the kills are incredibly uh, shortened, and it just doesn't... It doesn't have the... The, the, the kill scenes certainly don't have the punch. It feels like you're one. watching it on USA Network. Absolutely. It feels like a TV-edited version yeah. of the movie. Um, but it's not. Um, however, this one is, is notable for a few things that make me enjoy it quite a bit. Uh, it's the first Kane Hodder performance of Jason. That was what I was going to um, yeah. Kane Hodder. Yeah, Kane Hodder, <laughs> of course, has gone to do plenty of, of genre work and is kind of a hero in the in the horror movie biz. Um, he is a stuntman, and he played Jason in four films. This one and then every one leading up to... Up to up to Jason X was the last one he did. Yeah. Um, he's he's my favorite Jason, and, and and I think there's a reason why he's most people's favorite Jason, um, and why he continued to do it. He just he, there's a there's a certain way he carries himself that just feels powerful, and I don't know he does, he he does it very well. I will say if he was if he were, if he played Jason in the first four movies, I wouldn't like him as much because he's so imposing. But since he's zombie Jason at this point. Like he works really well for Zombie Jason. Very well as yeah. Zombie Jason, and um, and he's great in it. It doesn't hurt also that this is probably the best Jason makeup they've ever done. Yeah. Um, I mean the the details of of the the effects work are 
just awesome. Like you can see his spinal cord down his back. Like his his clothes are all he's tattered. Like waterlogged and, and, and he's yeah. waterlogged and gross and kind of wet. And then like <laughs> the, the the face the face every wound that he's received in the movies is represented somewhere on his body. You can see it's very cool, and they put a lot of thought and effort into it. Um, of course, the gimmick in this movie is it's Jason versus Carrie. Right. It's it's Jason versus. A final girl who has telekinesis, mm-hmm. um, which of course we should talk about, because what this movie lacks in the in the death scenes, it more than makes up for in the final battle. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I um, um yeah, I agree. The the con. Oh, sorry, I was going to say I forgot. I have seen some of this movie, <laughs> and that uh, I guess I'll make it my my favorite death. The uh, the the porn death. Ah, yes. <laughs> it's just so ridiculous. I yes. just don't even like. Yeah, but anyway, I'm sorry, Tim. Yes. No, no, believe that me. was so worth it breaking into. <laughs> yeah, don't don't worry. This is um <laughs> breaking news. Alex liked the porn death. <laughs> <laughs> True story. Uh, anyway, this is uh I remember liking this movie a lot more when I was younger, and then watching it recently, and I think a lot of it had to do with the cuts. I also think. The concept of it is really cool, like the Jason versus Carrie, and I think it works towards the end when they have the final battle, but this is a very, leading up to it, it's a very bland movie for the most part. Like, I am not interested in pretty much anything. Tina has, Tina the main girl, has a has a whole backstory where she's, uh, maybe you can fill me in she's, a little better. She's, this. okay, so she grew up around Crystal Lake, on Crystal Lake. Her father was abusive, and she telekinetically, because of her emotions being at a high when she was a kid, caused her father to drown in Crystal Lake. So, she's kind of tortured was by that. Was her father Jason? No, no. Not... <laughs> wait for it. <laughs> um, um, there's... So, she's, she's tortured. Is she Jason's sister? <laughs> wait for it. Um, she, uh... <laughs> we've got a few movies, a couple movies to go. Um, so she's, she's kind of tortured and she's brought back to the, the area by a, um, kind of devious doctor named Dr. Cruz who wants to kind of exploit her powers. Um, which, and, and I understand what you're saying, obviously, about the fact that you weren't super invested in any of her story. I actually like her a lot. I don't, I don't know. I always thought she was very cool. And I I thought that she was, the chemistry between her and the lead actor is like one of the worst out of any of like the guy girl (laughs) combos. Um, I remember that. And but I do. I, I kind of like the Tina character. She's my favorite, fi- favorite final girl. Um, not just because of the powers, but like she, she, she's interesting. There's, okay. there's something more to her than just she happened to be working as a camp counselor that summer. So I, I always appreciated that. Okay. Um, that being said, it's the, the the final battle is 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 a lot of fun and it does go on a little bit long. Like yeah. it gets to the point where like she's like throwing light bulbs at him or something, <laughs> and it's just like okay, like we get it, you know. But it's pull um, all these nails out of the wall and shoot them at you yeah. and stuff like that. It is kind of fun though. It's 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 cool and, and there's this very cool reveal. She uses her powers to rip off Jason's mask and I think it's been a couple of movies since we've seen his face full on like seen his face. And when you see it, it's it's nasty. Yeah, they do a nice job. It's very yeah. cool. Um, and once again, Kane Hodder brings it because he you can see him emoting a little bit underneath the you know what I mean. Yeah. He almost looks like hurt that she ripped off his mask. Like, <laughs> how could you do that to me? Um, but the. This is one of those ones that's kind of middle of the road for me. Mm. It's not, it's not, once again, it's not one that I'd pop in right away, like five or six <laughs> or four. Like yeah. those three, I'd, I watch all, I'd, yeah. like, I watch all the time. But this one, 
is certainly it's not one that I wouldn't I would say I would say yeah if you like the other ones definitely check out Seven because it's got some really cool effects work and stunt work and stuff especially towards the end in the final battle um, most of the kills that are on screen are pretty ridiculous in this one yeah. like they're unintentionally funny like the party horn to the eye <laughs> and it makes a little squeak sound when it goes in her eye like the stupid stuff like that yeah. I want to clarify I don't like the porn death because it's porn I just find it so ridiculous that it I mean first of all it's pretty much porn. Oh, you're thinking about number nine. Oh, yeah, you're thinking okay. nine. Oh, oh, that, I don't, okay. Okay, we'll get back to that. I apologize. I got all mixed up. We'll get back to that. We watched a lot of clips from, from later ones, yeah, though. So, right. so yes. never mind. We'll come back to that later on. Forget porn death. Spoiler down. alert for all, later in the podcast. All the Friday 13 fans are going, what is he talking about? <laughs> The porn? Does he? Does Jason kill someone with a box guys, of porn? You guys just played along with it. I, I know. Like, right, well, I, I, yeah, I kind of played along with it too. But I, I thought I'm like, okay, yeah, there's probably a, there's probably a sex scene death in this one. There, there always is. Yeah. Um, or someone watching porn. I couldn't remember if. Right. I um. Let's see. The things I remember about this movie are of um, the Jason versus Carrie, Kane Hodder, and then I remember the Doctor. Who the doctor? His name is Doctor Cruz in this movie, and I, I could be wrong here. Will you'll have to correct me if I am. Well, first of all, he looks like Raul Julia. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. And um, like I always get him confused at first, and then he is the worst doctor of all time. Like he's a dick. Yeah. Like his like his method is to like berate Tina into yeah. like into like doing horrible things with her <laughs> mind powers. Like it's very it's very weird. He's a really yeah. He's he's so. It's this is kind of the first Friday the Thirteenth movie to have a villain on top of the Jason yeah. character, and they they follow that trend going forward in a couple of them. But mm-hmm. but it's kind of, it's always fun to see those characters. There's actually like two characters in this that you really hate. There's the Doctor Cruz character, and there's a a female character, um, Melissa, yeah, who is like probably probably the bitchiest. <laughs> Friday the Thirteenth character ever. Like you just wanted to get it by the end, which brings us to our favorite deaths. I think we should probably talk about a little bit. Yeah, um, mine being Melissa's. <laughs> <laughs> Not because it's the most inventive death or or the goriest or or anything like that. It just you want her to just go away so badly by the end of this movie <laughs> that like and, and it happens in the middle of her ranting that it just it lands so perfectly and I love like not only does he put an axe through her head he takes her body and throws it through a TV and it just makes you feel so good inside you're like finally thank god like this, this was another two year gap by the way it took him yep. two years to yeah. think of uh, putting Carrie in a it's Jason a, movie yep. but anyway. well, I think, it's a pretty I think, good script I think there was actually some work being done very preliminary work being done on a, on a Freddy vs. Jason movie in between 6 and 7. Okay. And they had to settle for... for fake the, Carrie. For fake Carrie fake vs. Carrie Jason. Was, so. Okay. Yeah. Tim, yep. favorite death? Um, sleeping bag death. And it's because... Here's what's funny about the sleeping bag death is in the uncut version, they originally planned it. Like, he basically, Jason picks up a girl... In a sleeping bag, she's zipped up, and he picks her up and just slams her against a tree while in a sleeping <laughs> bag. And I remember being just going, "Whoa!" Like what it happened. And their original plan was for like blood and guts to squirt out of the, uh, the sleeping bag. And I actually think it's way more effective in the cut version because it's just so brutal. And just like cracks her against cracks the, the tree. Yeah, yeah. That that actually works better for me than the idea they had. Yeah, weirdly enough, it works better. Yeah. You're absolutely right. All right, on to. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Friday the 13th, part 8, 
Jason Takes Manhattan. Yup. Because <laughs> somebody thought that was a good idea. <laughs> I mean, at this point in it's the in a... the series, we're we're relying on gimmicks. I mean, that that's yeah. just like yeah, seven and on, or where it starts to get a little weird. We're getting. <laughs> Kind of crazy here. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like a sexy Prince song from here on out. It is. It the really is. are going all over the place, man. Uh, <laughs> this is when Jason took the elevator to, uh, you know, he didn't let the elevator get him down. No, he didn't. He did not. Um, he did not. This is this is a funny a funny thing. I, I don't remember a yes, lot this about. This is the one where Jason versus Prince. <laughs> that one might. Please don't joke. Oh my god! I would watch. It. He beats Jason by making him dance a lot. <laughs> um, he makes him cry when he sings performing. Right. Anyway, I'm this sorry. is uh, this is. Uh, don't worry. There's not gonna be a lot to say about. There was a lot of trouble with this one, from what I understand, because initially. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, I didn't. I didn't cover the. The full information. This is 1989, so a year after Seven, and uh, directed by Rob Hedden. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Kane, oh, and this one... Kane Hodder Returns, as Willie said. Mm-hmm. This one stars Kelly Who of X-Men 2 fame. Of X-Men oh, 2 yes. star in this yep. one. Yep, absolutely. All right. Um, <laughs> Kelly, Kelly Who of uh, Arrow fame, I believe, too. Yep. Well, there we, now we're talking. <laughs> um, so, this one was, was pretty troubled, from what I understand. But Paramount, at this point, who owned the Friday the 13th franchise, had kind of realized that it was done. Like I think they kind of realized by this point that there was there was there were very there was very little the series series didn't have legs anymore. Yeah. And there's a reason why this is Paramount's last <laughs> last Friday Thirteenth film. Um, it initially started with the director. I think they approached the director because they liked something he did, and he said, "Can we please take Jason out of Crystal Lake?" Which is a very I mean that's. It's a, it's I can a, see why a director would say that. Yeah, all right. Yeah, it's and, a viable point. Absolutely. Like, let's get him out of Crystal Lake. No more campground. Let's do something different. And then somebody said, what about New York? Like, can you imagine Jason on the subways? Jason, Jason in Times Square. Jason on Statue of Liberty. In theory, that's a very fun movie. Yeah. Like, him slaughtering a bunch of angry, like, cab drivers is funny. <laughs> but through budget cuts, we basically get, I don't know, let's say the movie's an hour and a half, we get... What an hour fifteen of Jason on, on a boat. On a, they they take a their senior trip, I believe, is what it is. They take a cruise ship to Manhattan from I don't remember from Crystal Lake from C- Crystal Lake, <laughs> which makes and no sense. It's a graduating <laughs> class of like ten to fifteen people. Mm-hmm. Well, that's another thing. Crystal Lake, which in the first movie you could see to the other side of, somehow fits a whole <laughs> cruise ship in yeah. it now. Obviously, the um the. <laughs> <laughs> the the star the the star you know students in the in the movie yeah. get killed off in unique and strange ways but there's like they show like so many extras on this cruise ship that just disappear inexplicably <laughs> <laughs> there are like there's like a hundred students on this thing and most of them are just gone this is also Jason at his teleporting best because Jason shows up in places there are no reason he should be showing up at <laughs> at the time like he's just popping around like he gets on the boat I'm gonna defend. Um, the New York stuff a little. The the idea, I actually think, and I know budget cuts, but I actually think holding off Jason in Manhattan until the third act is what should happen. Like, Jason taking Manhattan should be like the King Kong taking New York. Like, that should be the big, like, climax. Climax, yeah. The problem I think this movie has, and I think the reason it gets a bad rap, is once he gets in Manhattan, like, what they, the execution of it and what they do in Manhattan is so disappointing. <laughs> yeah. Like, like the idea of Jason being on a subway is awesome because he's in the subway speeding. Everybody's enclosed, and Jason is just like at a murder buffet. <laughs> like he's going to kill 
everybody, and he just walks by everybody in this yeah. movie, and you're just like, oh my god, like spend five dollars more on some fake blood and just have Jason hack everybody. Don't even put Don't blood. Even show it. <laughs> Don't yeah. Even just show a bunch of dead bodies on the ground have after it, Jason. Have it pull up at a station and all the windows are red or something like that. <laughs> yeah, it's it. This is one of my least probably. Yeah, it might be my. I don't know. It's one of my least favorite ones. Yeah. And eight, eight, nine, and ten, I think, were a weird dark period for me for the, these movies. That's okay. when I started to kind of fall out. Um, it's it's one of those ones that it it, it kind of takes itself too seriously. This movie feels like it takes some like there's a subplot once again with a tortured girl who has a history with Crystal Lake and an evil older man that so the subplot's way worse than this one if I remember. yeah she, he like pushes her in the lake as a kid the, to teach her how to drown and not my favorite final girl <laughs> teach her actually how to you, drown. teach her how to teach her how to swim I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> teach her how to drown wow I'm gonna say because I don't remember another final girl at this point at this juncture this is my favorite one because i think she's the prettiest final girl Renny, yeah ready you're a fan of Renny. Renny still looks good she still looks good if too. she's listening ready you're looking good yeah you're looking good good I'm girl um i saw you first <laughs> i saw you first um so it's i don't know it takes it, the previous two don't take themselves too seriously yeah this one kind of goes back to that and it's like come on you're, you're putting in manhattan like it's time to I don't know. I, that always bugged me about this movie. Um, the trailer for this one, I, I want to mention, because the trailer and the original poster. Um, the original poster is, it says, I, it's like the I Heart New York, like the old I Heart New sign, York. Sign, yep. But it has the Jason mask instead of the heart. And it's really fun. Like, it's a really cool poster. And the original trailer is just um, New York, New York, right? Mm-hmm. New York, New York playing in the background. And Jason is just standing on the other side of the Statue of Liberty, just looking over at at Manhattan, and you're just like, oh, this is going to be awesome. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> like, it's such that's a cool... Funny. You can it's... see why people would want to go see this movie. Yeah. yeah. So I do, like, that's the best thing to come out of this. They, blew, they probably blew their budget on it. <laughs> on the promotional stuff, yeah. Yeah, it's it, it's unfortunate, because I think this movie could have been a lot of fun. Um, but, it, once again, it was limited by its budget. Budget. And... Um, this has some ridiculous deaths as well. If I remember... There's a death by guitar. Like yeah. He stabs someone with a guitar. <laughs> he hits her in the head with a guitar or something. This says, uh, I thought at first, I want to go back. back to a sauna little. rock? Yes. Oh, he killed someone like in a sauna. <laughs> with a sauna stone Just a rock. rock. He yeah. stuffs it in there. Um, the ending of part seven is really stupid. We didn't touch on it. Um, her dad, Tina's dad, like rises out of the water. Um, underneath and like drags Jason back down yeah, into the lake, which is really dumb. It's so same stupid. with the, the ending from the third one, which we didn't touch upon, where Jason's mom with a head, her corpse, inexplicably like jumps out of the water and pulls. <laughs> the... They do that a lot. This has the dumbest ending. Yep. This is <laughs> okay. Here's what happens: they chase Jason into the sewers. Willie might have to help me out a little. They chase Jason in the sewers. They escape from him, and apparently at midnight every night in New York, they flush toxic waste. Through the sewers. Yes. Like, that's what happens in New York. Yeah. <laughs> so what happens is they're like, oh my god, it's almost midnight. Like, just keep them down here. And, like, they're going to flush the toxic waste. <laughs> so they flush toxic waste. They avoid it, apparently, just These by... people who came from Crystal Lake and obviously yeah. know how the sewer system in New York works. They right. climb, like, half a ladder to get away from it or something. Yes. Yeah. So, like, if it splashes them, there's no way they would get hurt. But, so, so, like... It engulfs Jason. The toxic waste takes over Jason. And he, I swear to God, he turns into an Asian child. <laughs> yeah, like, the, he turns, yeah. He turns back into, like, little boy Jason for some reason. And, like, cries a little bit. Yeah. And he's Asian. <laughs> he's totally 
and then he like disappears, like like Yoda in Return of the Jedi, like like mists out, and that's it. I mean, Voorhees is a pretty Asian name, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, right. It's it's. I'm gonna put it out there. It might be the dumbest ending of all time. Maybe maybe, maybe Papa Jason was was Asian. We don't maybe know. maybe I, one of the, you know it, it's one of those that things scene where he comes to play the guy. <laughs> right, and then we right? know. Yeah. Then you know he was Asian. It's totally Donnie Yen, dude. Um, but it's James Hall. <laughs> yeah. Um, the thing about the thing about the ending of this movie is that I think I think Paramount knew this was it when they we're putting it out. I think this is like, yeah. okay, we can make a quick buck off this because yeah. it's in Manhattan. That's it. And I, if this was their intention of how to end the series, it was, it's pretty sad. Yeah. And, and I can only imagine being a fan of this series at the time before, well before, cause it was years before, um, uh, Jason goes to hell came out after new line bought the franchise. I can imagine being a fan and going, really? Like, that's it. Like, yeah. that's, yeah, he turns into an Asian kid, and That's pretty disappointing. <laughs> and, and Yoda's. Oh, there's another really funny scene I want to point out real quick before he gets to our favorite desk. Jason's walking down, and there's some punks with a boombox, and they're listening. And it's my favorite. Like Jason comes up and punts the boombox and kicks it into the air, and then the guys are like, "Oh, what's your problem, bro?" And then Jason lifts up his mask, and the guys run away. It's kind of funny. It's probably the second best part of the movie. Favorite kill. Yeah, favorite kill. Um, Julius. The young upstart boxer. He's a boxer. Who gets in a boxing match with Jason on top of a roof in Manhattan. Holds his own at first. Kicks the shit out of Jason at first. Yeah. And then he says, take, he's like really winded by the end. He's like, take your best shot. And Jason knocks off his head in one punch. <laughs> and then his head rolls down the side of the building into a dumpster and the dumpster closes. <laughs> that's, that's beautiful. It's pretty good. That's probably the deal. I, would, I could watch that on loop, actually. <laughs> All right. On to... On to the next one. Jason goes to hell. The final Friday. Yes. The final Friday. Yep. This is after the final chapter. This is the and once final again, Friday. Not the final Friday the 13th. Nope. Just the final Friday, period. <laughs> yes, like, this is no. the last Friday that the <laughs> universe get, of Jersey Tucky ever experienced. You get Saturday <laughs> through Thursday. This is directed yep. by uh, Adam Marcus. and um, <laughs> Why did I think this was directed by Sean S. Cunningham? I think he was attached to direct it. Okay. Synopsis on IMDb is serial killer Jason Voorhees' supernatural origins are revealed. Um, Boy, are they. <laughs> Kane Hodder returns. I, you got a few names here. Maybe. I don't know. Not really. Um, so, Jason goes to hell. <sighs> um, <laughs> so, Jason goes to hell basically ignores the ending of... of of the eighth installment. Yeah, I was going to say, how do they... There's no explanation for how he's back in Crystal Lake. The Asian baby doesn't vaporize somewhere else? No. He's he's back in Crystal Lake, um, up to his old same old shtick. Um, the only thing that might carry over from um, Manhattan would be, he, he looks like he's been melted a little bit. Yeah. His mask is weirdly fused into his skin. His skin is starting to grow over his mask. Maybe that. I don't know if that was an intentional thing or not. Probably not. But, um... Anyway, it starts back off in Crystal Lake. He's chasing a half-naked woman around, Mm -hmm. and what a twist. It turns out she's an FBI agent sent to Crystal Lake to finally take out Jason, and the spotlights come on, and the opening, before the opening credits, I believe, they blow Jason up with a rocket launcher into a billion pieces, (laughs) and he's dead. Okay? That's how this movie starts. All right. So, initially, when I saw this, I was like, 
oh my god, we're in for a tr- like what's going to happen? This is what a treat this is going to be, you yeah. know. And um <laughs> it's a weird movie. It, it's one of those movies that feels like it's a it's a different script that was doctored and turned into a Friday the 13th yeah. movie. Um, it turns into a, a movie about uh, Jason's soul jumping into different people's bodies and then killing people in his quest to become whole again, Jason again. Because he has to kill his... Oh my god, I can't believe I'm going to talk about this. Yeah, 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 go for <laughs> it, because to, I don't remember it. He has to kill um, his sister and his sister's daughter and his sister's daughter's daughter. Okay? Because apparently his dad, after Pamela Voorhees, Mrs. Voorhees from the original... After they hooked up, he had a family later on, okay, after she took off and became a camp counselor, cook, or whatever. Setting up franchises. Right. So they really try to build this mythology, and then you find out there's some weird half-assed plot about the Necronomicon is in the house, and he was a devil worshiper, and he somehow demonized Jason, and now Jason, they can kill him with a magic dagger (laughs) if they stick it in his heart. But only a family member can do it. It's really dumb. It it's so <laughs> such a completely different genre. It feels like to me. Yeah. Um. I, I mean, I I hate this movie. I I don't like this movie at all. It, it's got some very good effects. It really does. It's actually got some very good effects. Um, it's also got a porn death. <laughs> it does. Yeah, this is, this is where porn death comes yes, in. Yes, we have reached the porn death. Porn death a few is movies later. A, a nubile young female. Uh, Riding astride her nubile young male friend, and and um, riding astride, astride, yes, beautiful, and um, give away with words, sir. A fence post is basically stuck through her stomach, and she gets ripped in half by it. Well, she's still on top of her. It's insane. It's a pretty good effect, though. I oh, mean, yeah. to be yeah. fair, yeah. And and, and, and the scene is really dirty. Like yeah. Alex isn't like this is this is softcore. This is Skinamax stuff. Guys. It is. Yeah. It really it really yeah. feels like it, it. This this whole movie feels dirty. Yeah. This yeah. whole movie just feels like a really scummy affair. And and not that the other ones are super classy, <laughs> but um, this it's almost hard to call this a Friday the Thirteenth movie. Yeah. Because it's so far removed and. It feels like New Line got the franchise. For some reason, they decided to pay for the franchise, or there was some sort of deal worked out where they would pick up the franchise. And I just feel like they didn't know what they wanted to do with it. Like, there was a, there was an element of they knew they couldn't just make more Friday the 13th movies, but then why pick up the franchise in the first place? It's a very strange... I don't know. It's very strange. Um, the body-swapping thing doesn't really work. Not at all. And then there's a weird element of a, of a demon worm thing that can come out of the bodies and then it's none of it makes sense it all starts because a coroner decides to eat jason's heart yeah yeah why he decides to eat jason's heart i don't know because he's because he's compelled it's very strange (laughs) because he's not possessed yet he has to eat the heart to be possessed so what whatever it doesn't matter it's not a good movie um i'm having a hard time saying good things about it the effects are solid the um the, the porn, porn death is good. There's some there's some good nudity in it if you're looking for that. <laughs> um, there's a fun character named Duke, I believe is his name. Uh, um, yeah. yeah, he's kind of fun. He's played by um the guy you, you the guy you get when you can't get Lou Gossett Jr. <laughs> um, and yeah, he he he's kind of fun. He he knows everything about. He's the guy that knows everything. Yeah, you know he's he's very well versed in all this stuff. Um, 
and I think the leads were were pretty solid. Um, I, I remember, remember the male and the female lead being no. pretty. At this point, we've actually established this franchise as a male and a female lead, which is interesting because early on it was just the girl that survives. Yeah. Um, and they're both pretty good in it. Um, I, I, yeah, I don't. You know, it's it's hard to talk about this one because it's just not that good, and it's there's not much to say. I'll say, um, I'll say some positive thing about sure. it. Sure. Uh, the box art is really good. The <laughs> box art is really good. Um, no, uh, With the weird metallic Jason mask you never see in the movie? This is, I don't think this is my least favorite of the movies. I'm going to go... Oh, boy. Maybe it is. It's not good. It's not good. I, I kind of like the weirdness of it. Like, if I'm sitting down and watching it, like I kind of... Like, there's enough weirdness in it that I'm not bored during it most of the time. Duke is really... Like, the character of Duke is really funny. Like, he says some really bizarre things. I uh, I don't know if we can look it up real quick. There's a there's a line in this movie about... Like, what do you think of when you think of um, Jason Voorhees? And Duke says, like... Look it up. <laughs> like, I'm looking. Okay. Um, but I will say, yeah. The movie doesn't make a lot of sense. It is very gory. Um, there are a couple Super good Super gory. I want you... Okay, so yes. Robert Campbell says, I'm going to say a couple words, and I want you to say the first thing that comes into your mind. Duke says, okay. Jason. Uh, Robert Campbell says, Jason Voorhees. And then Duke says, that makes me think of a little girl in a pink dress sticking a hot dog through a donut. <laughs> what? Like, that's... Yeah, that's in the movie. Like... <laughs> yeah, it's... He's really weird. Yeah. So, the character of Duke is probably one of my favorites, mostly because of that line. It's so bizarre. But um, other than that, boy, um, Kane Hodder has a cameo in it. Mm-hmm. Which is fun. That's kind of fun. I remember the first time I saw oh, it, I didn't ending, know it was Kane Hodder. The ending got everybody excited because Freddy's claws come up yeah. through the ground to drag Jason's. Jason had died and he and he's drags Jason's hockey mask down into hell with him. So everybody's like, oh my God. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. And, well, yeah. and what's interesting is is that there, there have been talks for years about doing a, a Freddy versus Jason movie but well before this. And New Line had the rights to Friday th- or to the Nightmare on Elm Street series, and so when they bought, when they purchased the Friday the Thirteenth series, people were instantly like, "Oh, it's going to happen!" Now. It's going to happen. Yeah. And and Freddy was pretty much well. Freddy was dead. Yeah. Freddy this was post Freddy's out. dead. I think that there was Spoiler a. Spoiler alert! <laughs> I think his name wasn't really dead. Don't worry. Uh, he hadn't even fought Jason yet. Um, he hadn't even been Jackie O'Hare yet. <laughs> um. <laughs> There's a, there's certainly a, a vibe in this movie that that they were just making a Friday the Thirteenth movie to make one and yeah. see how it did to yeah. gauge interest. Yeah. Um, Maybe pr- we can kickstart this series. Yeah, to see to to make sure there's still an interest for for Freddy versus Jason. I don't know if I mentioned uh, what what year we're in here, but this is '93. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we went we went from uh, '89 to '93. We're in the grunge era now. The longest yeah. gap between. Thus far, between. Yeah, yep. Um, but it feels like there was just there was an attempt to make this to to gauge interest from the fans to see if it's something that they wanted, and unfortunately, um, I think there's a reason why we had to wait so long beyond just script issues for Freddy vs. Jason. I think that a big part of it has to do with the fact that this movie just wasn't a Jason movie. It didn't. It wasn't. I mean, in all honesty, the character of Jason is on screen for probably a total of ten minutes. Yeah. Estimated um, budget of two point five million dollars. So yeah. I think that, what was uh, Friday, oh Sean Cunningham produced uh, it. I, think, yeah. I mean, even uh, uh, Jason Takes Manhattan has an estimated five million. 
So it was so, higher than Jason Takes Manhattan. No, it was lower. Lower. Or lower I'm sorry. Yeah. It actually looks better than Jason Takes. Well, it well it's '93 too, so I guess. Yeah, yeah. that's true. It kind of looks like, but it, I mean, now that I think about it, it looks like a Cinemax late night movie. Yes, it does. <laughs> but regardless, uh, favorite kill. Um, I will go. Sex kills good. I'm gonna go deep fryer kill. Yeah, the guy in the deep fryer is pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Okay. Um. I gotta go. I gotta go. Alex's porn kill. Porn death. Because it, yeah. it's just so it's just so absurd and over the top that it's un- unreal. I mean, yeah. absolutely unbelievable. So, yeah. All right. Cool. Can we move on to Jason X? Oh man, Jason Part Ten. Part Ten. Jason, We're going to space. Jason Roman numerals. Yep. Um. <laughs> all right. So directed by James Isaac, uh, starring Kane Hodder. Um, and, uh... David Cronenberg David, is a cameo. David Cronenberg as Dr. Yes, Bummer. oh, God. Well, there are a couple other... If, if people have watched much sci-fi in the sci-fi channel in, like, the 90s, Alexa Dogue and um, Lisa Ryder was on something, too. Yeah, so you'll recognize some of these sci-fi people. Shows. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you'll probably recognize the sets as well. All right, so this is 2001. We've fast-forwarded uh, eight years. It's a space odyssey now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Jason Voorhees returns with a new look, a new machete, and his name, his same murderous attitude as he awakened on a spaceship in the 25th century. The 25th century. Yeah. So, uh, alright. Let's get this puppy started here. Get it, Willie. <laughs> I have a favorite death for this one, but we'll go. I, sure, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, it's probably the same as mine. Even though I, even though I haven't I, seen the movie. I think it's the best death in the series. Yeah. So. Should we just cut right to that right now? Sure. Just get it done. Yeah. The best death in this movie is the freeze, yes. the frozen head. Yeah. Liquid nitrogen. Yeah. Face smash. She gets her face dumped in liquid nitrogen and gets her face literally shattered against a table. Mm-hmm. It was cool because it was like something we'd never seen before in the series, and it totally tied into the sci-fi nature of it. Yeah. It felt like a sci-fi oh, type yeah. way to go. So, very enjoyable and, and one of the better moments in, the, in this movie. Um, I saw this in theaters. This is actually the first um, Jason film I ever saw in theaters. And... Um, I enjoyed it at the time. I, I, I knew, I mean, obviously by this, by this point, you I... Gotta, you, there's an instant buy-in here in the fact that you're watching a Jason makes it to the 25th century yeah. somehow. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's another gimmick. And, and if, you're, if, you're, if your butt is in that seat, then you've given in to the conceit of... Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I, this one is weird because I, I equal parts... I remember the time equal parts being excited because one, I could see one for the first time in the theater, and it was the first one in mm-hmm. eight years. And, and this had gotten delayed too. It had been like, pushed back. I think like two or two or three years. I think. Yeah, there was a lot of talk about it, and the yeah, yeah. and the internet was early at this point, mm-hmm. pretty early, and Very early, but it was yeah. still a buzz. Yeah. Um, I remember being equal parts excited for it and worried because I had seen other franchises do the space thing, and I know that it's like the last, <laughs> the the last step before death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was concerned. It, it's a really stupid movie. But they all are. I mean, it's it's if if you can get past everything that's happened before, you can get past Jason in space. It picks up after uh, sometime in the future, in the indeterminate future. Um, they ignore once again the events of the previous movie. There's no reference Somehow to Jason was not blown up by a bazooka. Yep, and, and diehard fans will tell you this takes place after the, the the parts that don't take place in the super far future in the very beginning of the movie take place after Freddy versus Jason. So that one's actually, they'll tell you that. I don't care. Um, <laughs> don't don't tell me these things because that's what got me watching Fast and Furious. Not that I don't regret that, but this is just no. <laughs> um, it's 
it's it's fun to see Jason in a new environment. They actually make use of this new environment, other other like much better than certainly the Manhattan trip. Um, the sci-fi elements. I appreciate that they try to incorporate the sci-fi elements as they should because it takes place in the future, but some of the ones they try to use are so stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a robot female character, a, a, a cyborg, that um, she's supposed to be kind of a badass, but she comes off as kind of like Emiliovich from Resident Evil type character, mm-hmm. more more obnoxious than anything. I remember there's a weird subplot about him trying to get nipples on her, like like... Uh, the, the scientist trying to trying to give her synthetic nipples yes. so that she felt more like a real person. You're you're a real boy now, right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, and once again, for the second for the second movie in a row, Jason gets blown up um, into a billion pieces by I believe another rocket launcher. And this time he comes back as what was the what was the the, the term coined for this character? Uber Jason. Uber right? Jason. Yeah. Yes. Or or Super Shredder. Yep, he kind of looks like Super Shredder. <laughs> he gets metallic, robotic yes. um, parts from mm-hmm. some sort of ridiculous healing machine. Well, the nanomites. The, yeah, the nanomite, the nanomite wars had ended at yep. this point, but mm-hmm. the, the technology was still around. He went into one of the machines from Elysium. Yes. And got nanomites. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he became Uber Jason. Yep. This actually makes a lot of sense now. Thanks, guys. <laughs> um, this movie just got a billion times better. I remember thinking that the the cast is actually pretty good in this movie. Um, they actually give real decent performances at this time around. Um, I think the standard for, because this is post scream and, and a lot of other more, I don't want to say yeah, classier slasher films. They tried to up, up the, um, certainly the production value and also the, the quality of the cast and, and whatnot. Um, the movie ends as ridiculously as it begins. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, there's Earth 2, which is, um, where humans went after Earth was destroyed somehow, and, um, it ends with Jason, uh, Uber Jason, careening through the atmosphere into Earth 2 with the guy from... Spartacus. Spartacus on his back. Mm -hmm. And that's how it ends. Um, I I believe he was also the gentleman from... Nope, getting confused. Different I've guy. Done it Stop it! He was not in Scrubs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not the guy. Not Donald Faison, dude. Um, so maybe I was thinking Zach Braff. No, maybe. Um, so this one, this one, um, it's 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 big. It's dumb. It's it's fun, but it's you have to if if, if you're gonna watch Jason X, realize that you're watching Jason X. I want you guys to write a script. For Jason X two, where he lands on Earth two and starts, he finds, right. I've thought about it. He lands on the. Uh, he finds he finds uh, Camp Crystal Lake two. Mm-hmm. There's actually and just restarts the franchise completely. Yep. Wait, what if the remake is it actually a sequel? Takes place on Earth two. And Uber Jason's armor gets melted off, but his actual body stays. Think about he it. lands in Camp Crystal Lake two. We don't know we're in the future. It's like M Night Shyamalan's The Village. We don't know where we're at. Spoilers. We think village. we know. Where we're at. Yeah, whatever. Who cares? It's always stupid anyway. Um, watch Friday the Thirteenth instead. Um, but yeah, it's um, it's a really it's a, it's a dumb movie. I mean, I don't I don't know what else to say about it. It's it's there's a there's there's a fun element to it with the space marines. They kind of get into some space marines and stuff. And the cast the cast is is super attractive as well. I remember that they're all like WB star oh. looking. You know, oh. yeah. Love this movie. <laughs> love it. Flat out love this movie. Um, this is a this is it's in the line 
of part six where it doesn't take itself seriously at all. Okay. It understands what it is. It understands, yeah, Jason's in space now. Like, <laughs> deal with it, guys. Like, sunglasses on. David, Cro- David Cronenberg shows up in this movie on, the, like, the first... Which is hysterical. The first... So good. And, like, David Cronenberg knows exactly what he's doing, which makes me love David Cronenberg even more. I almost um, wonder why he chose to do... Like, it, yeah, it's kind, of, it's kind they... of weirdly beneath him. Like It is, but, like, that's what makes him so awesome. Is yeah. He's like, I'm gonna do it. Yeah. I'm gonna do it. Um, let's talk about the things I love. The kills are good in this movie. Very good in this movie. <laughs> I love... I honestly love the cheapness of the outer space stuff. It's been said before. I, Willie and I have talked about it. This feels like Jason like invaded the set of Gene Roddenberry's Andromeda. <laughs> like He just walked onto a sci-fi channel set and just started murdering everybody he saw. Yeah, that's true. Um, Babylon 5. <laughs> the, the Uber Jason stuff is a bit of a letdown. Because you're expecting, like, Jason just to, like, Uber Jason, you're expecting as soon as he slashes someone, them to just, like, explode <laughs> into, like, a million pieces. They don't. Uh, <laughs> I think, honestly, I think if there's something that hurts this movie, it's the it's the score. The score of this movie is awful. It's, it's like, it's sub-sci-fi level. It's weird. I don't even know how to describe it off the top of my head. But... It's just, like, it's trying to be, like, future and techie, and it just, it just comes off as so... These comments alone make me want to watch this movie. Alex, I'm going to be honest with you. If there is a Friday movie we've talked about that you should watch, it's this one. <laughs> basically this. If you saw Gravity, it's basically the exact same movie, but better. <laughs> and with Jason in it. No, no, this, oh, is, this is pretty much what... I mean, the pull, idea, pull I quote think... quote for the Blu-ray? <laughs> Yeah. I, oh wow. Sorry. Like gravity, but better because it has Jason. In it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think the idea of this is it, we're going to make Alien, put Jason in it, and yeah. that's what we're going to do. There was a funny part towards the end where they it's like a virtual reality moment. Like that was really VR. good. I, I really enjoyed that. And moment. they fake Jason out. It's a callback to Part Seven. Like there's a couple girls. I can't remember the exact they, line. They are literally. They are literally. It's a, it's a holographic. You've seen in, in sci-fi films before the holographic representation of a real world area. Yep. And it's a couple girls, topless, like, "Hey, we're smoking marijuana." They, they literally say, "Like we're smoking marijuana and having underage sex. Come join us." And like, it's it's really hysterical. And he beats. He ends up like call back to the seventh movie, the sleeping bag death. He ends up beating them on top of each other with the one with the bags, other ones, and then he smashes the last one. It's really funny. Written by, I believe, this is written by Todd Farmer, who. Um, Wrote the My Bloody Valentine remake, which is pretty good. It I is. like um, the My Bloody Valentine 3D. Um, it is. So it's got a, it's got kind of a pedigree. <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, I like Todd Farmer also wrote Drive Angry, which I mean, if you've not seen so it, not so good, but I yeah. <laughs> we Tim, won't get into that. Tim loved it, but I didn't love it. No, but kidding. I had I had a little bit of fun with it. Um, D minus. So, oh, I'm just oh, kidding. Easily. <laughs> I yeah, I like this movie. Quite a bit. Um, and I also saw it in theaters. I was also really pumped for it. The trailer had uh, Drowning Pool's bodies played, Good. which Good. got me super jacked, mm-hmm. as it always does. You're drinking a lot of Surge. And... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I like this movie. Best kill, Liquid Nitrogen. Death. Of course. Absolutely. All right. And on to the final film before the uh, remake. We have Freddy vs. Jason in 2003. Directed by Ronnie Yu. Um, yeah, so Robert England 
Obviously a pretty mm-hmm. pretty big name. Of course. Um, Jason Ritter, Jason he's Ritter. pretty big now. Got Monica Kelly, Kelly Rowland of uh, Destiny's Child fame. Lachlan Chris, Monroe. Chris Marquette from um, Fanboys and uh, and uh, Girl Next Door. Bunch of teen comedies. Mm-hmm. Kyle Labine, possibly uh, related to Tyler Labine. Probably not. And then Zach Ward of uh, Titus and Dollhouse fame. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so, Freddy versus Jason. Uh, I think you know what it is if you know the title. Yeah, I mean it's 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 literally everything that everybody's been like all these slasher film fans have been waiting for for like a long time. Um, kind of the Batman versus Superman of the horror. Absolutely, yeah. no, totally. I mean, the, but better because it has Jason in it. Thank you, Tim. <laughs> um, no, one of I really like Freddy versus better Jason because it doesn't have Freddy versus Jason. I like it. For the same reasons that Tim likes Jason X. It embraces fully what it is. It has no fear. And it just goes there. It's a, it's a WWF video game. Absolutely. Yeah. It is It is so ridiculous. And it gives you everything you could possibly ask for. I was always happy with it. I know a lot of fans were upset with it. A lot of people feel like it was a Jason movie. Or a Jason, Jason was stuck in a Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Yeah. Like they, it's the they, main complaint. There's, there's an argument there that... That, you know, Jason takes the majority of the screen time and does most of the killing and whatnot, which is true. It's very true. But I, I was a Jason fan, so... <laughs> who cares? <laughs> who cares? My main complaints, before I get into how much I love this thing, um, not bringing Kane Hodder back was... I, I was not a fan of that. I, it bummed me out. I feel like if, if you've, you've had, a, have had an, an actor-slash-stuntman who's played, a, played the character, I know it's not a very, you know... He doesn't speak or anything, but he, but he's he's Jason. Like yeah. the fans recognize him as Jason, and you decide in the biggest hour of this character to recast for That's no stupid. real good reason. Yeah. It was disappointing. Um, not that the guy they got to play Jason was bad. I actually kind of like him. He's fine. He you. does what yeah. he does, but it bummed me out as a fan. I remember because I remember I I, I met Kane Hodder. <laughs> I met all these people that are involved with this franchise. Apparently, <laughs> I met Kane Hodder um, when I was a kid. This is well before Fre- Freddy vs. Jason came out. And, um, super nice guy. I remember, and he said, I said, I asked him about Freddy versus Jason. That was like the one thing I had to ask him about. I was, you know, I'm like a 10 year old, you know? And he's like, he's like, come here, dude. He's like, come here. He was whispering to me. He goes, let me tell you something about Freddy versus Jason. He goes, I win. And he was right. (laughs) And he was right. Jason wins the day. And I remember as a Jason fan, I was like, at the end of that movie, when he walks through out of the lake with Freddy's severed head, I was like. <clears throat> nailed it, nailed it. I don't know. I, this it just it's this movie. It's it, once again, it's not good by traditional standards. I wouldn't say. No, um, it, I think this. Is, oh, sorry. It suffers from a lot of. Um, <sighs> I think this one though has a style to it. He obviously brings Ronnie mm-hmm. Yu had done some movies, some Hong Kong movies in the past. He also did Bride of Chucky. Mm-hmm. Bride of Chucky is a really fun movie too. I it think. Is. Um, but he has a he has oh Jet Li's Fearless. He has a style to him that's his own, and I think this is one of the better directed Friday movies. It is, yeah. It is. The cast is all fun. They're they're, they're all pretty good, and they're all they're all unique and different, and little fun. Uh, even even some of the bit the bit characters that you, mm-hmm. um, the the action toward the. Well, we'll get into the final fight scene, but the, everything leading up to the final fight scene is great because it you know it's coming, and you know and there's that anticipation. It does for me what Manhattan didn't do. Um, I know we disagree a little bit on that, but. For me, this movie builds so well because you. Oh, 
the buildup is much better. There's yeah. there's a brief moment, and I love any time two iconic characters come together. There there's that. It's important to have that that brief encounter before the big payoff fight. Mm-hmm. You know, even Star Wars. I can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to compare Star Wars to this movie. Um, <laughs> I can't I can't believe it. Either. Luke it doesn't have Jason. Though. Luke, and that's true. Luke and Darth have their have their small well, not small scuffle, but they have a scuffle in Empire. And it's all lead up for the incredible battle at the end. This this does it the same thing. Yeah. Like the diner scene in Heat. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and I'm, you know what? I, these are two of my favorite childhood cinematic icons coming together. It's a big deal, you know. Um, the feel of seeing them on screen together in the theater, I remember, was so exhilarating. Yeah. And I, the the next time I had that move, that feeling in the theater was the Avengers. Yeah. Because no, totally great. it was characters <laughs> that I absolutely have loved since I was since I could think <laughs> together on screen. It was incredible. Um, the fight itself is great. I think. I, I think so too. The, the fight itself that was what I was there for. And honestly, the build up that's what everyone was there for. Too. <laughs> the build up is the build up is good. Yeah, obviously, and the build up is good. I I actually think it veers a little bit too much into nightmare territory. With some of the uh, and some of the CGI is a little wonky. With like, there's a slug that smokes weed. Like it's not. It's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. It's but there's a lot of dream sequences and it's it's very much at times a uh, nightmare movie, nightmare on Elm Street movie. But the final fight, I mean, they're shooting off like like gas canisters it's like torpedoing at each other oh my and god yeah. freddy just like goes to town on jason there that's the point i'm thinking of what, or was it jason is oh no it's jason is smacking freddy with his machete and blood is just squirting all There's, over there is so much blood in this movie <laughs> yeah Tor- the final fight is literally it's it is so bloody and so over the top it's unfucking believable <laughs> and that's i mean seriously they're getting body parts chopped off of each other i mean they go balls to the this, wall. Like this is this is what you're there for. This is the main event. This is Rock versus Steve Austin. Like this is what you paid the good money for, and you want the superstars to bring it. And like they bring it at the end. I mean, and that's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. I, I just remember like being completely satisfied. As far as um, everything else go, yeah, I kind of like the cast. Uh, Jason Rudder was likable. Yeah, Monica Kina. Monica Kina's cute. She's yeah, she's very pretty. Um, there is. Oh, we'll get into this on my favorite kill, which we might be coming up on. One of the problems, the, real quick, one of the problems I have with the movie is is the, um, this one falls into the, I, it, it falls into the, it used a ton of source music to the point of, like, <laughs> nausea. Like, like, I remember, like, like, I remember being, like... And that's not a, that's not a Friday the 13th thing to do. It's right? not. No. It's yeah. not even a nightmare thing to do. No. It, it, yeah. it's, it's, it's a... Dream Warriors. That was sweet. But that was written for the movie. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, um, I just wanted to sing it. I know you did. Uh, we should have that be our outro. You singing Dream Warriors by talking. Um, but they use a lot of source music. And stuff like like stunt casting, like Kelly Rowland. Yeah, Kelly... It feels it feels so forced to me. Like, she there had to be a better actress out there than that. I know. She didn't bother me that much. I thought she was kind of She's fun. fine. Yeah. But, you know what I'm saying? It just... No, I sometimes agree. that stuff is distracting. You know? I don't know. Like, hey, a new Destiny's Child album is coming out. We better cast Kelly Rollins so we can up her star. You know, like, eh. Actually, Willie, I believe at that time Destiny's Child had broken up. Yeah, well, when she was trying to find her footing again, I guess. <laughs> she tried to find her footing by yeah. stepping in. I'll, I'll, forgive, I'll forgive that. Um, but I, I, I enjoyed Catherine it. Isabella is in this from uh, Ginger Snaps. Yeah, she's gorgeous. Um, I, I, 
the one scene I want to talk about real quick yeah. is the um, the scene where you get a bit of a flashback um, to Jason as a kid being picked on at summer camp. I enjoyed that, and I enjoyed. Uh, I, I was worried that they were trying to work Freddy into Jason's origin somehow. Mm. They didn't, but it was. It, it turns out it's some sort of like hallucination that Freddy's messing with. He brings about. Yeah. The only problem with that is they make Jason afraid of water, like mm. deathly afraid of water, like. Freddy makes it rain like near him, and he like panics. Like Jason, <laughs> yeah, he's walked under water like water? a thousand That's times. Just money, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> he's walked like a thousand times underwater at this point to kill people, so it doesn't really. It's really, really weird. I mean, if they would have done it like a long time ago, okay, sure. Well, I like the but... I, mean, I like the fire versus water thing. That was kind of fun. Like I like the, oh. the playing. I see what they try to do that because you know Jason died by water. Freddy died by fire, so there's kind of like they both fear the the different things. There's actually a horrible, horribly, horribly written line in the movie. Do you remember that where the lead female goes, "She's like, Jason died by water, Freddy died by yeah. fire. Yeah. How do we use that? Like that? That's literally the line. It feels dubbed too. It feels like a Hong Kong movie. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I love this movie though. Yeah, yeah, I like this movie a lot too. Um, favorite death. Favorite death. I like when not Jack Black gets killed in the cornfield. I like the entire cornfield scene. Jason, I'm going to describe this real quick. Jason gets lit on fire and goes on a corn pa- cornfield rampage. Yeah, there's a, a rave in a cornfield and yeah, kills and Jason all the ravers. kills everybody. It's wow. amazing. I like the uh, Jason in the foldable bed slamming the guy up in half in the foldable bed. That was fun. So his legs are like this, up, up like this, and his head's the other direction. It's great. Wow. So much fun. All right. Post, post-coitus, of course. <laughs> Post-coital killing. Yes. All right, and finally... We've done it. We've made it to the end. Friday the 13th, 2009, the remake, directed by Marcus Nispel and starring Jared Padalecki of Supernatural fame, Amanda Rigetti of, uh, I don't know, she's been Captain in... America fame. They, yeah, she's in Captain yeah. America. <laughs> Daniel uh, Panabaker's been in She was on the OC. Travis Van Winkle's been in a few things. She's in Transformers. Aaron Yu's been in a few things. Derek Mears has been in a few things. These these are actual young. Will yeah. Ford saying, "I want to be bad." Yeah, you're welcome, everybody. <laughs> yeah, that I is like still her. with us. All right. Where's Will Ford from? Real quick, I don't remember what she was. She's in. a pop. She was a pop star a pop in like star. the nineties. Okay. Yeah, okay. married to Dallas Stars center Mike Badano. A little more trivia for you. <laughs> Tim always brings it. Married to Jersey Tucky <laughs> football star. No. Um, I I saw this in theaters as well. I was very nervous about it. Um, Marcus Nispel directed the. Platinum Dunes produced Platinum Dune, Dunes. Jeez, I can't say that. Platinum Dunes produced this. So Michael Bay was a producer. Yep. Um, he also produced the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake, which Marcus Nispel also directed. So it was clear why he was the choice for this. I enjoyed the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Remake. I hate it. I'll you hate it. Okay. Yeah, I hate it. Okay. I enjoyed it. <laughs> um, but I was still nervous for this because it's Friday. Yeah. I don't. I don't care about Texas Chainsaw Massacre all that much. So it doesn't have a special place in my heart. I like this movie a lot. Mm-hmm. I. I. It. it finds the absolute perfect balance between humor and 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 the gore and the horror element. Um, the opening scene in this movie is one of the longest pre-credit sequences I've ever seen in a movie. It's really good. It yeah. just cuts right to the movie, and it's so effective. And, and, and the beginning of this movie is actually generally scary. Yeah. It's it's actually, like, I, I remember being in the theater and going, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, what's happening? Like, like, I remember being being nervous. They play um, Night Ranger, too. They do play Night Ranger. Yeah, <laughs> yep, absolutely. Um, 
and and from there on it gets the, the beginning feels closer to the first couple of movies less humor a little more taking itself a little more seriously and then it segues kind of into a little more humorous but it's still when the deaths happen you're like oh my god man he just destroyed this guy um and i appreciate that there's this great middle ground that's struck there um I love it. I love that they touch on, obviously we weren't going to get a remake or a reboot or whatever that had um, Mrs. Voorhees as the killer. It was never going to happen. But I like that we get her in at least the the credit, the, the credit sequence. We get just the, the summarized version of that story in the credit sequence. We get to see her get her head chopped off and stuff. So this these events still happened. Mm-hmm. So, and, so, so technically she was the killer at some point in this yes. universe? It's, yes. In, in a way, it's kind of like they rebooted the first three movies. Into one movie. The first four, really. Yeah. Because oh, yeah, well, sure. you have the element of the guy searching for his sister yes. as well, which yeah. was something that was done in the fourth. So they take all these little tiny elements from the first four, all the better elements. That's cool. And they weave them into one movie. And it works very organically. You don't... None of, it feels original. It doesn't feel... I just... I, I love it. I mean, I... I, I there's There's a lot to say about this movie. I, I think it's, it's a, a perfect remake. And I, here's the thing I'm going to say, and... I'm gonna offend whoever's still around for this. Nobody. So. I think a lot. I think a lot of the bad rap, or if it gets a bad rap, but a lot of if anybody doesn't like this movie, it's because it's a remake or a reboot. But that's really stupid because if anything, this puts it into a class with a lot of the like when you reboot something like Leatherface or Jason or Freddy, it puts it in a class with the monsters like Frankenstein and Dracula. And all those classic monsters that have been remade and redone like a hundred times. Like, they've been rebooted and remade too. And that's what this is. Like, this is good. <laughs> like, it this is. is good for the franchise. That's it, interesting. It is. Yeah. And I, I, it bums me out we haven't gotten a sequel. Um, yeah. I know I, they talked, they're talking about it. I hope it happens. Yeah. Um, I, I think we need to talk real quick about um, uh, Derek Mears as this Jason. Is my, this is my favorite Jason. Derek Mears... Is he 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 he's done a lot of genre work. Mm-hmm. Um, previous to this, he did the he played the the lead mutant in the Hills Have Eyes remake. Yeah, and he was very creepy and very imposing. He was a kick kick puncher on Community. Awesome. <laughs> he is he is so good as Jason. It's absurd. Like if they were gonna if they were gonna if anybody was gonna up Kane Hodder, it was this. And this Jason is not slow-moving, teleporting Jason. This Jason is Hall's ass. He's like, all... if he wants to get you, he's going to football sprint his way towards you. Like, <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's very cool. It's, it, like, he's not... It's it's kind of like the Jason for the new... Well, he's not, like... He's not, like, handicapped or... He's kind of, like... But in a way, he's, like, autistic. Like, he knows, like, one thing, and it's murder. Yeah, literally. And they, he yeah. does it really well. He just enjoys doing it. Yeah, yeah and he knows a... exactly what to do. Yeah, I really, really like this interpretation. Because got Friday the 13th Part 2 out of the way. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, and there's there, it's cool because they incorporate the burlap sack in this movie yes. from 2. That's it's funny. in there. They incorporate the acquisition of the hockey mask. They incorporate the guy looking for his sister. They All these things are, are thought about, and it's very cool. Um, the other thing I like is, is on, on the, on the um, teleportation subject, There's people always joke about these slasher movies and how like they can just appear anywhere which is silly because you only ever see them walk at like a snail's pace um this one addresses that in a very cool and creepy way Mm -hmm. there's a system of tunnels um of old tunnels underneath crystal lake that may have been made partially before jason and some of them may have been made after or by him He he expanded the network sure and it's 
it's utilized in very creepy ways. You know, when they get down there and they're down in the tunnels and stuff, it, there's a genuine, like, oh, my God, this is nasty, you know? Yeah. Um, and my favorite kill, I'm going to do it right now because we're talking about the tunnels, is <laughs> is actually towards the beginning. Um, the lead female, uh, her boyfriend in the beginning um, is pulled is, – there's a – they're in a cabin – and you don't know about these underground tunnels at this point. And there's creepy stuff going on. They're freaking out. And all of a sudden, a machete comes up through the floor. It gets into the foot. She hops in the bathtub to try and, like, get away from it. And she's trying to pull him in. Jason literally breaks through the floor and just yanks him down. And you never see him. Like, you, you don't see anything. But he's screaming. And you're just like, this is horrifying. Wow. Like, yeah. he does, like, can you imagine getting pulled through the floor? <laughs> I was legitimately freaked out by that. Like, yeah. I was like, ugh. That's crazy. Um, God, I love this movie. There's a lot to say about it. <laughs> We gotta talk about Travis Van Winkle, please, Tim. Take it. Travis Van Winkle, you might know him as the gentleman from the blonde gentleman from the first Transformers who climbs a tree for no reason. No, no, he wasn't the tree climber. He's, oh, he's, he's the one who's the dating Megan of, Fox. Yeah. Yep. He is amazingly funny in this movie. This is this is my favorite character in any of the Friday thirteenth movie. He it's his dad they go to his dad's um his dad's kind of house in the woods. And he the whole time he's just he's a giant douchebag. Like, like, like the quintessential. And he plays it just to the hilt. And <laughs> he's just, it's an incredibly funny performance. There's a scene. These are the best breasts in Friday the 13th. <laughs> God, it's tough between this and part five. These are the best breasts. But he just, it's a very, un- it's an uncomfortably long sex scene at times. But he has sex with the young lady who I has like, the most I'm, I'm being classy now. The well-endowed young lady. Yes. <laughs> But the way he acts, it's just so funny. He's just like, "Oh, you got perfect nipple nipple placement, baby." The, the like, lines, the lines he's given, yeah. it's 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 so hysterical and over the top and ridiculous in those moments. And then as soon as you're getting comfortable with it being over the top, they reel it back in and they're like, mm-hmm. "No, this is real. Like this is." I mean, in particular, uh, one of the characters, uh, Aaron, the Aaron, character Aaron Yu plays, his yeah. death is really really hard to watch. Like. And not in like a... He's the ice hockey, the skate. Yes. Right? Yeah. He's the one that gets... Yeah. And, and it's... But it it feels the same way I felt when I saw the initial Kevin Bacon death. Mm-hmm. Where I was like, ooh, man. Like, I, there was nothing funny about that. I was like, oh, oh that's yeah. nasty. That's the way some of these deaths feel. And I really appreciate that they went back to that. Right. Right. Um, oh, and I, I want to touch <clears> on <throat> one more thing with Trent. His death... It, it's actually... It's not my favorite death, but his death is really funny. Because he gets thrown on a truck full of spikes... And he lets out the most girly scream as he goes <laughs> off the camera. That's just the perfect way for that character, for that to, character go to go. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's it, even if you've never seen any of the Friday the Thirteenth movies, go ahead and watch this. Yeah. If if you if your concern is, you know, these movies will be dated. I won't like the special effects. It's too old. I know. I, I see a lot of customers at the video store that that have that fear. I don't agree with that. I think that older movies can be perfectly enjoyable even today. But if you have that concern. Watch this. You don't need to see the other ones to appreciate this movie. This is the best of the current batch of remakes, too. Of the current slasher remakes. Halloween and... Uh, Halloween and Nightmare. Halloween is the Texas. bottom of the barrel, I think, for me. I don't I don't like the Nightmare one, but... The Nightmare one's not good either, but, yeah. but this, this is the best. As, this, I think yeah, this is the best. This is, yeah. this is the best of the, of the main slasher film remakes, and all of them have been remade, been remade at this point, really. This, you're absolutely yeah. right. It's the best. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, even if you're a non-fan, you should watch this. Yep. So, all right, absolutely. Best kill? Did we do we talk best kill? I'm going. You talked a little. I mentioned mine. Did your tunnel? Yeah. I'm going Nolan, who is the 
he's from, he's in Veronica Mars, he's in Party Down, and I can't remember the actor's name right now, and it's driving me nuts. <laughs> but he he's really funny to me. Ryan Hansen. Okay. It's really funny. He's really funny in this movie for the short time he's in it. Um, Willa Ford, the 90s pop star, is driving along water skiing topless, mm-hmm. and he's just sitting there going, woo, ow, ow, just being total bro. <laughs> he's, he's, he's being, he's being uh, court from part six. <laughs> exactly. And then Jason shoots him in the head with an arrow. And, like, he just, and, he, and his head falls On the shore, out. I know. He's just like, okay, he's And dead. then the boat crashes. It's a really funny scene to me. Yeah, I believe that this Jason could survive in the woods, and that's one of the scariest yeah. parts. Like, he's, he, the character is totally, I'm like, this is a survivalist. Yes. Like, he sets up traps. He, he learned the camp stuff, yeah. yeah. Like, he, he, he sets bear <laughs> traps for people. He, he's very smart. That's he's awesome. not stupid. It's cool. Definitely check it out. And, um, yeah. It's a great series. It's a lot of fun. All right. I think that wraps up our Friday the 13th uh, retrospective. I, I do kind of want to watch the remake now. You should watch it. Yeah. You really should. Um, yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, like I said, we want to kind of do some of these, uh, bonus episodes. I, I wanted to try and think of something for, uh, November Thanksgiving ish, but I don't even know, you know, I'll figure something out, but, uh, feedback at midwestfilmnerds.com. Let us know what you thought. Uh, full show notes at fil- uh, midwestfilmnerds.com. Uh, find us on Twitter at MFN podcast. And then our respective Twitters are also on the website. If you want to check it out. Uh, follow us on Facebook as well. We usually, I think most of the news gets put up there if we have any indications of what we're going to review or since uh, we missed a, an episode last week, you would have known that that was going to happen <laughs> a little bit beforehand <laughs> if you follow us on Facebook. So, uh, yeah, I think that's about it. So, uh, Kyle XY, go watch. Jason XY, go yeah. watch. Jason XY.